Hello, everybody. Welcome to World 1-1 Podcast. I'm your host, Eddie V. Thank you guys for joining us. To me, I have some great guests, uh, or co-hosts, I should say, joining on this episode. It's the one and only Mr. Adrian Nieto, of course. What up? And our West Coast correspondent, Mr. Tony Zilakakis. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Like I say, you still have the wonderful last name. Uh, we got a very great show for you guys. We got a good topic to discuss. We're going to be talking about Mega Man X. Um, but before we get into that, we're going to, uh, to go, go into our indie watch and talk about Mighty Number no. 9. Um, hey, hold on, hold on. Couple of things first, though. What's uh, first of all, uh, Larry just uh, had a baby, oh, a little yes. baby Olivia. Uh, so congratulations, Larry. Uh, he's normally here with us, but today he's in spirit. He's taking care of uh, his daughter. So congrats for that, dude. Like, she's good. Larry. Um, props to to you and your wife, of course. Uh, that's fantastic. And uh, we got a new email address. Uh, so, Edward, where can uh, people find us now? You can find us at World11. That's W O R L D, the number 11 podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and we're soon going to be coming to iTunes. So, yay, stay tuned for that. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, I'm sorry about all of that. I'm just so excited about today's topic. Uh, cannot wait to talk about Mega Man X. Um, but first, our indie watch, we're going to be talking about Mighty Number no. 9. Um, just to give you guys some background uh, history about it. Um, it's being developed by Comset and uh, Anti-Creates. Um, it's going to be published by Deep Silver. Uh, the game is created by Kiji Inafune. And it's going to be directed by Koji Imade. Um, it had a successful Kickstarter that began on August 31st of 2013, and it's met its goal of $900,000 within two days. And on October 31st, it ended with $3,845,170. Um, and they kind of added uh, added more for additional things. But there's been a kind of little bit of a controversy about it, and we have our very own Adrian to talk about that so adrian let us know what's the controversy so uh, the reason why i brought this uh particular game for uh indie watch which of course is our you know little segment where we talk about uh, indie games that are coming or that they're out and that we're very excited to uh, either play or we have played uh we just want to talk to you about it so the reason why i brought it of course because tony and i are very big Mega Man fans of course we're more of a Mega Man x fans while Edward is more of a traditional Mega Man fan, and Mighty Number no. Nine very much Mega feels. Oh well, yeah, but you like you like the originals better. I like the series. I like the I love X. Yeah, but you think it's hard? It's not hard. It's not, yeah, it's not hard. We'll it get into that discussion later. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, Mega, Mighty Number no. Nine, sorry, um, feels a lot like a combination of what made um, Mega Man great, uh, what was improved on Mega Man X. And they merged it together in a very beautiful package. So, of course, uh, I backed the Kickstarter. Um, I got the beta access for it. I played some of the demo levels, and I'm super excited for the game. But they've pushed the release date so many times. I believe like three or four right now. That every time I'm talking about this with uh, my friends here in the city, they normally say, like, who, like, who really cares? 
about Mighty Number Nine Number Nine anymore. And like I do care because of I'm a big Mega Man fan. But uh, Tony, you're also a Mega Man fan. Are you like are you still excited for Mighty Number Nine? Are you gonna play when it comes out? What are your thoughts on that? I will for sure get it when it comes out and play it like day of. Uh, I was really excited for it when I had first seen it and heard about it. Now the hype has dropped dramatically for me though. Like mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not like thinking about it all the time or anything like that. I'm just I'm just waiting because uh, right now it's been delayed indefinitely, right? They haven't even said. Yeah, no, they haven't actually released date. Uh, date. They're, yeah. they're, I think they're planning it for the summer. Um, I, I know they said sometime yeah. in the future. Uh, I, I'm thinking yeah, the summer, yeah, because they're still trying to get the bugs out for it. Yeah. So now, and <laughs> the bugs are they were all uh, uh, from online, right? Yeah. Yes. Not even from the main game. So yeah, it's like whatever. When it comes out, I'll get it. Until then, I got other stuff to do, other games to play. Yeah, and, you know, it's interesting because, like, I still have the demo on my computer, of course, right? Like, I downloaded it, and I, like, I played it, I play all the levels. I've only completed two out of four levels that I think are on the demo. And, um, like, it's fun. Like, it's really fun. But it's a matter of, like, every time I play the demo, it's like, uh, I can't play anything else. Like, just... You know, it's 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 like a free to play game. Like, oh hey, if you wanna if you wanna keep playing now, pay money. Like, I don't wanna pay money. I just wanna keep playing. The demo feels kind of like that, where I'm like, I just wanna keep playing, but you're not letting me, and it's really frustrating. And it it's totally true. The hype level has decreased. Um, I remember talking about this game like on a daily basis, as much as Shovel Knight right now. Uh, but it was just Mighty Number no. Nine, like all the freaking time. Remember listening to the music and uh, the podcast they did uh, for the kick for the Kickstarter campaign uh, and everything, right? Like checking art, going into the forums yeah. and stuff like that. And right now it's like, ah, man, like, I'm I, like, am I even gonna play it when it comes out? Like, when I receive everything on the mail, I'm gonna open it. I'm gonna be very excited. I'll probably take a couple of pictures, post that on Instagram. Uh, post that on Twitter, whatever, and and then I'm gonna be like, all right, but I'm playing Pokemon tournament. I'm playing the latest Splatfest. I'm playing uh, Super Mario Maker. I'm playing Smash Brothers, right? Like it's it's gonna move down, like it's moved down to, from like where it was before my list of oh games that I wanna play right now to like the bottom right now. It's like I'll probably play Fire Emblem Fates first. I'll replay uh, Earthbound. On me, Nintendo 3DS. <laughs> so it's it's kind of sad, really. And considering how the Kickstarter was handled, right? Like they did everything right. Like they did a bunch of updates, but not too many updates to be annoying. They run a podcast on which they were answering like fan questions and stuff like that. They had like a day for fan uh, fan Friday. They had their own hashtags, their own like emoji and everything that they were using. So, like, it was such a strong campaign that it's just sad that it's it's been almost three years and they still don't have the game. It's it's just disappointing, really. But do you think that because it's a Kickstarter project compared to a company project, like a publisher's project, that, you know, they're going to run into these things? And with Concept not being a big team, they kind of have to work through the issues because they don't want to release a product that people have invested in with all these bugs and you know you see all these complaints what i think that they could have done was kind of the same thing with um 
Splatoon or Smash, where it's like uh, they can release the main game and just have the online portion that has still buggy, have it be locked. And then, you know, over time, it's just like, okay, you know, a couple of months down the road when it's fixed, it's send up, put on, put up an update. Yeah, exactly. It's exactly like that. Like for me, like I want to play the main game right now and I want to get used to the main game. I won't even touch the online for like two, three weeks, maybe even a, a month or so. Because like I wanna get I Good. wanna get used to the levels, I wanna get used to the layout of everything, to the bosses, to the techniques, to the powers that you upgrade, to all those things before I go and I call Tony and say like, hey Tony, this is happening, let's go online and let's speed a couple of levels, right? So just like release the single player, like literally just call it Mighty Number no. Nine single player campaign and then release the multiplayer and that you know that's gonna bring people back to it, right? Like it's gonna be like, oh, the campaign, the uh, multiplayer for Mighty Number no. Nine now is out. I'm gonna go back to the game, or I'm gonna finish it the main story first, and then gonna play the online, right? Like it's gonna bring that you know fever of wanting to come back to the game, like Splatoon does with its Splatfest, right? Like every time a new Splatfest is announced, everybody just goes back into Splatoon and plays like crazy. They level up their their gear, and then they get ready for the Splatfest during the weekend. It's gonna have the same effect, but they don't want to do it for some reason. And I'm pretty sure there are legal implications and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, as a game developer, I shouldn't be giving them too much, uh, <laughs> you know, everything. I think because of all the investment uh, people have given them, you know, they want to give them a full project. If they promise an online mode at, you know, a day, uh, the release of day one, you know, they feel like they got to meet um, that requirement. Uh of releasing it that online mode on day one because you got to think about it like you don't want to have a game that's half halfway done like look at street fighter 5 for instance if that was a kickstarter project and it released the way that it was folks would have been way pissed off Uh, that's true i guess you know and you you know, this is Ki- uh, Kiji Inafune. This is the spiritual successor to Mega Man. So you know, people who love the Mega Man series, they they are they're hungry for this. They really want it, and you don't want to get a project. Uh, you don't want to get a game uh, uh, like this that's like broken or having problems, because then people are going to rage and get upset. You know, uh, there are people that's... who. Do- there are people who don't care about the online mode. That's fine. But if you're charging $15 for almost a two-hour game, people would be upset about that. Well, that's why I was saying, like, to have the online to be locked or whatever's bugged, to have that be locked. I don't know what the online is going to actually be, if it's going to be competitive or co-op. But, um, yeah, have that one locked. That way no one's actually angry about it. Because uh, look at, like, uh, this Pokemon tournament, I finished the story mode or whatever you want to call it, single player, and within like the first two days. Uh-huh. But I didn't, I didn't even touch the online until after I had played through it because I wanted to have the mechanics down, you know. And like that's how I would play uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. Mm-hmm. And I feel like waiting so long since the game has had been announced. Yes. And people to see like the art and all that, the things that get you excited for it. Waiting so long after that, and people, people are gonna be like, oh. That game came out? When did it? It never came out? No one's going to know what's been going on with that game. Because not everyone's as deep in the industry as us, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
And I think a lot of people were definitely mad when uh, Kiji and Fune did that other Kickstarter for Red Red Ash. Oh, oh yeah. Know, oh, let's were, not even get started on that. Yeah, yeah. People we're, were upset <laughs> about, yeah, people were upset about that because they haven't even released information about my Mighty Number no. Nine. They felt like, how are the world you gonna make this game that you promised to give to us? And that's not even out. Now you're doing another Kickstarter, you know. And people were even kind of upset that he did a Kickstarter for a TV show. Like, why would we need a TV mm-hmm. show? We want the game itself. Yeah. And, you know, I actually think Red Ash wasn't even uh, funded, was it? I think it, it didn't meet its goal. It, yeah, yeah, it didn't meet its goal, but I think goal. a different uh, publisher. Another company. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. This kind of brings fear to me about Shenmue 3 for a PlayStation uh, 4. Like, it got kick-started, and it has all this money, and we haven't got no kind of update. We'll probably get something for E3, but well, I'm just like, I don't... I did, you, did you back it on Kickstarter, though? No, I didn't. Exactly, because, like, normally, normally they release, you know, smaller updates that are not... You know, public worthy only to the backers. Only to the backers on Kickstarter, right? Yeah. Like uh, next uh, last uh, last week, we were talking about um, uh, Mystic Searches, a game that I'm very much looking forward to, which yeah. was a Kickstarter campaign as well, right? And uh, Joe, the, uh, the the creator of it, he released like two very big videos with two like big updates, basically, right? Uh-huh. And like he released one that was just like public. Right, it was just spoiler free where the project is at and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And then he released another one which was private, only for backers, including all the spoiler information of where things are going. And like, it's very exciting, right? Like, I see, I saw the video, I'm like, man, like that's really cool. I hope everything you're working on gets completed and the game has actually released this year because like, I literally cannot wait for that, right? right. So, uh, I mean, if you're a Kickstarter backer for Shemun, you're probably getting a bunch of updates. Yes. Uh, if you're not, then that's why we haven't seen anything. If you are, though, like write us an email, world11podcast at gmail.com. Let us know <laughs> if there's been any updates on what you think about uh, Shemun as well or Mighty Number no. 9, whatever, right? Right, and it's weird because you would think that, um, like other video game news sites will even publish that uh private information, give it to them. Um, like sometimes they don't care though. Um, like what's the point? Mm-hmm. But but that's if they backed if that person backed it up. Uh, I guess you know because it's it's kind of well it's not weird. I mean I understand. Uh, like this is extra information for our backers you know of course they need the more information compared to people who are just waiting for the game who didn't uh back it up so i can see which now leads us into our main discussion mega man x uh it was released for the super nintendo in america in january of 1994 um, this is a game that I absolutely love. Um, I, yes, it is challenging. It is very challenging, but the oh, Mega Man not. games has always been challenging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and we were playing different video games. This is how the discussion came about. We were playing different video games and I got off, uh, I think Pokemon Tournament, uh, cause I was getting my tail whooped by Mr. Tony himself. He's so good at it. 
Um, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I kicked on Mega Man X because uh, I we were just we were just you know talking and joking around, and then Tony hears the song and it's just like. Someone's playing Mega Man X. I'm like, how did you know I was playing Mega Man X? And he was just like, oh, yeah, come on, let's go. And that's how we came about this discussion. Um, definitely for me, I have to ask you guys, where were you at when this game came out? Um, I Wait, what do you mean? Like, how did we first get it? How did we first yeah. play it? Um, I remember my brother got to pick like a game for a, for a super nintendo probably for his birthday or something like that mm-hmm. and so um, uh we went we were at toys r us and he had liked i guess mega man from before i never even played any mega man games before that but he picked it and uh like to this day i'm the only one in my family that ever beat it but <laughs> nice <laughs> yeah and now it's like nothing for me but yeah i got uh, my brother got it for his birthday and i ended up being the one that fell in love with it Sweet. Wow. In in my case, um, my cousins, um, Miguel and Ruben, they were very much big gamers uh, when I was a kid, right? They were five five years older than me. And, uh, of course, when, when I was a kid, uh, Mega Man, I think the first time I saw it, I was six years old. Uh, I didn't have any console, I believe, maybe just the Genesis back then. And, of course, they had a Super Nintendo and they had Mega Man X. They were just playing, but by the time I got to their place, uh, they were like they're really, really late into the game. They were on, on Sigma's castle, the first level, I believe, and they were fighting Bile. So I was just like sitting there watching them fighting Bile, and then uh, the scene comes up where Zero, you know, explodes from the cage and then just grabs Bile and uh, destroys it itself just to take um, uh, Bile's armor, right? So X can defeat him. Yeah. And my cousins just hand me over a second controller, and they were like, dude, press A so you can save Mega Man. And I was like, ah! <laughs> just like a little kid, like super excited, pressing A like crazy. And you know, the funny thing is, like, I don't even think the controller was connected to the Super Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> it may have been disconnected and everything, but like, I remember mm-hmm. that that moment, right? Like, I was just like super excited, pressing A and looking at the uh, other very big CRT TV. And just, I was just like mind blown by this. And when Zero explodes, you know, um, uh, Bile's armor gets destroyed. Uh, Mega Man goes like, "Oh no, Zero!" Blah blah blah. And they like they talk for a while. Mega Man gets revamped, and then the real fight starts like new. And just that moment for me, it was just like, bling! It, it's what started me on this path of I want to be a gamer. I want to be a game developer. This is what I, I want my life to be. And ever since then, it's always been. Like my goal, it's been making something that makes someone else feel like Mega Man X made me feel when I was a kid. Yeah. And the, the weirdest part is though, like I didn't play by myself Mega Man X until I was, oh dude, like I was probably like 14, 15. So like almost 10 years after the fact, right? And I played it. And I remember being very bad at it, and like I practiced a practice, of course, and I got really good at it. And now, of course, like me and Tony can just on, on, on one sitting. Like, how long did it take us to get to Sigma last time? I think it took me like two and a half hours, Tony, something like that. How how long did it take you to get to Sigma's Fortress? Uh, yeah, just to just to defeat the eight robot masters, basically. Probably like forty minutes. Mm-hmm. 
it took me it took me like an hour and a half because I kept dying. I was uh, out of practice. <laughs> but like it was it was fantastic, right? Like it was like it is it's a game that it's so like near to our hearts that we can just sit down, talk about anything, and we'll just like play and kill stuff and then complete the game, put it down, and it's like, all right, what are we doing now, right? <laughs> that that game I had just played it through like two days before or something. I can't remember how many days, but I had just played it through just because I didn't feel like playing anything else. Yeah. I could pick up that game anytime and just play through it and I'll have a blast and then I'll just go about the rest of my day. What I know. Yeah, and you know, the, oh. go ahead. Sorry, the, fa- the fantastic thing is that um, Tony, I mean, Tony and I are very much like, like, it's so weird. He He's <laughs> Greek, but I'm, I'm Latino. But we like the same things, and like we're like each other's spirit animal, so it's super great, right? And and Tony's one. It's it was the first uh, person I knew who loved Mega Man X as much as I did. So it was fantastic to meet him. But now I also know uh, Joe, who is uh, Camille's um, uh, fiance from the uh, Simon Skate podcast. So go listen to that as well. And he's also a very big Mega Man fan, right? And mm. It's it's fantastic how the three of us we have like different ways to approach um, to approach the game right like I go to chill penguin first while Joe I think I'm, I may be really wrong about this but Joe I think he goes to flame mammoth first if I'm not mistaken where do you go first Tony Storm Eagle every time Storm Eagle yeah exactly see so it's like it's they're very three different paths and there's no right or wrong it's just this is how we feel. The most comfortable doing stuff, right? Yeah. I, I, I think it's just great. Well, I know for me, definitely, I was in eighth grade when the game came out. Um, I didn't end up buying Mega Man X two probably a couple years later. Um, it was at my liver, uh, local rental um, place, like a few blocks from my house, and I ended up renting the game. And I think I ended up playing majority of it. Uh, like right after school um i rented it like on a monday um uh, played got to have it for three days for two dollars and played like half of the game um and i did get to sigma but i can i never got a chance to beat them still to this day i haven't really beat the whole game now that's not that's not saying that i'm a bad gamer um or saying that the game is too difficult it's just that every time I'm trying to, you know, learn the patterns and like dodge and stuff. Uh, I still just get hit, and I kind of, and I think Mega Man X Two spoiled me with the air dash. Um, we'll probably talk about that later. And I now I just really, uh, when I go when I play Mega Man X Two and go back to Mega Man X, I'd be like, dang, I need an air dash in this game. <laughs> and, and we're gonna talk a little bit about the additions of it. Um, but yeah, I. The thing about Mega Man X that I I I definitely love Mega Man X. Um, the thing that stands out to me is the bosses, and we're going like once again we're going to talk about that later. But sometimes I'll just I want to play the game just to fight the eight bosses, and then I'll cut it off. Like I don't even sometimes don't even care about finishing the game. There's something so good about fighting those eight bosses and going through those levels. Um, uh, but just to give more of a background history, um, Mega Man X was developed by a team at Capcom, which had worked on the long running Mega Man series for the NES. Um, lead artist Kiji Inafune, 
Uh, we counted that the development of Mega Man X required a lot of brainstorming for a storyline and content where the team's goal was to branch out from original Mega Man games while still maintaining their fundamentals. And a little bit about the story of Mega Man X is that Mega Man X takes place in an unspecific time during the 22nd century, uh, 2120, and approximately 100 years after the original Mega Man series. A human archaeologist named Dr. Kane discovers the ruins of a robotics research facility that had once been operated by the legendary robot designer Dr. Thomas Light. Among the ruins, Kane finds a large castle which contains a highly advanced robot with human-level intelligence and emotions, and even free will the likes of which the world has never seen before. Light had wished to instill within his creation reasonable sanity, good nature, and understanding of the more controversial aspects of human morality. The robot was buried while running a 100-year diagnosis program to assure these features. Kane spends the next several months studying the robot who was named Mega Man X, or simply X. Kane decides to duplicate X and, within several months, completes the first replicate android or reploid, a robot who can think, feel, learn, and grow exactly like a human. Within the year, the, the design is standardized and reploids are mass-produced. However, with the free will given to a reploid comes the possibility of criminal activity. Such rogue reploids are branded as mavericks by law-abiding citizens. And that's how we ended up getting like Sigma, who is the main villain in the game. Uh, I, my first question that I, I, I really want to ask you guys um, is... Uh, do you think the game should have had more changes instead of just the regular, uh, um, you know, regular stuff? They like they added, um, like a upgrade level for you to get hearts, um, um, stuff for a suit so you could get powerful and be stronger. Like they they treat it like an RPG game. Uh, Adrian, you was talking about that uh, earlier in the week, uh, how they added all these mechanics. But do you think that they could have added more to it? Uh, Tony, I'm gonna like you uh, take this one. Okay. Um, <clears throat> honestly, uh, after playing the like entire series, I feel like the first one is the perfect, um, like bare bones version of the of all the of the whole series. It's the perfect one. Like the soundtrack, number one, is like the best. But like, See, I know I, you're. Yeah. I, 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 I answered this first. <laughs> no matter what, like when I talk about this game, I always end up going to the soundtrack. You weren't even asking about the music. <laughs> 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 but um, sorry. Okay, yeah, the gameplay. Uh, or the yeah, like uh, I thought that it had pretty much the best way to change from the original series actually uh, i didn't play any of the original games really until after mm-hmm. i had already played through most of the mega man x series and uh, just to give you heads up about that um in the regular mega man series um if you play one or two you only had shoot and jump um uh, it didn't you didn't get the slide until mega man 3 um after mega man x4 no not x4 after mega man x actually came out um I think that's when the NES version of 4 and 5 came out. That's when they started putting the Charge Buster in. Uh, because Mega Man X, that's what are, this is just me, Mega Man X had the charging, the Charge Buster first before the regular Mega Man series had it. Mm, is that is that real? I, yeah. I thought that... 
four, Mega Man. It's four, it's four or five. Yeah, because Mega Man never charged in the original series. Um, yeah, but I thought, I thought six. I thought six was the only one that came out after X. Um, I think five and six came out because they were still making super. They were still making the Mega Man series for the Nintendo when the uh, mm-hmm. first one came out. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I knew I had to let Tony answer this first because I, hundred percent agree with everything <laughs> he said. It's, it's simplistic enough for you to just get into the game without much previous knowledge and just have a good time, right? And then you go to X two or X three or you go all the way to X eight, and everything you've learned throughout the games, it's like compile. On the next one, right? And then they're like, oh, okay, like I've done this, but I also have this new thing that I can do, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's just like a it, it is a really great way to just man, like remember how Mega Man was only jumping and shooting? Well, what about charging now? What about uh, just dashing with that one piece of armor? Well, what about like supercharging uh, your attacks? Uh, or, and even the robot master's techniques, right? Like you can also supercharge those. So what about if you like destroy things with your head or with your boots, right? So it's it's such a great little game, and you have the hearts that increase your health, and of course you have the attacks that uh, act as backup, basically. Yes. And like even the bosses, they have so much more personality than the original Mega Man games, uh, which but it's still like. Not much that you will feel like frustrated, right? They, they still have how many attacks do they have, Tony? I think they only have like what, like three or four? About three attacks. Two, like two or about two or three. Two. Yeah. One. Oh, oh, the bosses. On. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. They usually only have like three, four. I think is most. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, while on the original Mega Man games, it was just like the one attack or the one sequence that you were. You know, easy to get used to. Well, not easy because those games are really hard. But uh, if you were paying attention, you could um, basically understand their pattern and attack them properly. Well, on Mega Man X, they have like more of a big variation, and even when you think you know what you're doing, you're not. <laughs> you still get killed. And uh, it's just like, I, I just think it was interesting. But yeah, it is a, a bare bone structure of what the game uh, direction was going to. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's magnificent. It's like very simplistic, yet challenging. And it, it is the perfect entry point. Like most games, like we we're talking also about uh, Earthbound earlier, right? Like Earthbound, there is a uh, Mother 1 or Earthbound Beginnings. Then there is Earthbound or Mother 2. And I, I think like Earthbound or Mother 2 is a lot easier to get into than Earthbound Beginnings. Yes, just because... Yeah, like right. story wise and mechanics and stuff like that, and it's not as grindy and stuff. Uh, well, like, yeah, man, like Earthbound Beginnings, like I was playing it. Holy moly, that game is hard, right? And you, so, and, and the thing about Earthbound Beginnings is that you have to think that with when it came to Japanese made games like there that stayed in Japan, their RPGs are always harder than America's. Yeah, exactly. Dragon Warrior is a good enough example. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. So, you know, like a lot of people say like, oh, no, like Mega Man X, uh, uh, it's a lot easier than than the original Mega Man games. I, it, that might be true, but is that a bad thing? I don't think so. No. I think it's I, I think it's great. It's like it's 
it's challenging yet not frustrating. Like I was playing the um I was playing Mega Man One, uh, right on my 3DS, mm-hmm. and like man, I kept dying, I kept dying. I was like, well, you know what, whatever. I'm gonna shelf this for a while and come back to it later. Well, Mega Man X, I died. Oh, whatever. I'm just gonna dash like crazy and speedrun this to get to the part I died, and then you know finish that part, and continue. Well, so, I know definitely for for me with Mega Man X, the they changed the way that you did the paper rock scissors elements, um, and the the reason why I say I say that is because, um. Chill Pink when he's uh, ice, McKee's ice. So mm-hmm. um, if you get the ice thing, you would think that that would work well against fire, but it I doesn't. Want... How 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 does ice yeah, work against fire? I always I always thought it was opposite way. It'd be fire works well on ice. Exactly because if, well they kind of they kind of match because the thing about it is with ice, if you throw it, it turns into water because. The way that they use um, Launch Octopus, they don't actually use him as, like, a water-based attack. No, yeah, he's actually, like, he's, like, Napalm. Or, no, 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 Napalm Man was, like, a fire attacker. Yeah, uh, right. Trying to think, like, uh, but anyway, he's just, yo, know, he's, like, Search Man from Mega Man 8, where he's, like, uh, you know, gun. He's, like, a gun guy or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. missiles is mm-hmm. his weapon, and, not water. You know, my favorite thing about the enemies is, though, like, yes, you can, every enemy has a weakness from another enemy that you defeated before, like real Mega Man games, but the stages themselves change depending on who you beat first. So, yeah, for we'll example, I that. always... We'll get into that. Okay. <laughs> Trust me, we'll get into that. That's one of the questions. Um, so hold so, that hold that thought real quick, Adrian, because we'll get right into that. Um uh, does the game seem less challenging now compared to the first time you played through it? Oh, what of course. Guess? We've been playing Wait. it for 10 years or more, so what, of course it question? is. Does the game seem less challenging now compared to your first playthrough? Like, when you first played it, did you think it was difficult? When I was a kid, up until I found out that a friend of mine also had played it, I actually thought that game was impossible. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, thought, I, I don't know. It just it was so challenging uh, for me as a kid. I, that just tells you how horrible of a gamer I was as a kid. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought it was like I thought. You know what? I, I thought it was similar to like the difficulty of Castlevania. Wow, that's but that's very hard. Then I worked. Uh, my friend like showed me. He kind of explained to me how the boss's weaknesses work and things like that because mm-hmm. I didn't even figure that out very well. I thought I thought some of the bosses were weak to the X Buster. I thought that neutral weapon was their weakness. I didn't understand how it worked. Uh, imagine me trying to play Pokemon like that. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, you know, it's actually funny because for the most part, I I defeated Robot Master using just the X Buster. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe because the way I go run uh, is uh, each boss stage. I like I find myself using the X Buster a lot easier for the first three or four, and then I start using witnesses against each other, right? Um, so yeah, like I mean that's something else. I, I and I had that knowledge too. Like I knew uh, for my cousins, like hey, no, some uh, weapons are stronger to other bosses and stuff like that. And, but I was just too stubborn, and I like never figured out by myself. And I was just like, nope, just shooting. Although although I do remember. The first time 
And I know I'm skipping ahead, everyone, but that's fine. Oh, that's fine. Go ahead. Uh, I, the first time, uh, and also, I, I feel incredibly terrible because when I was playing recently with uh, with Tanya Network, I forgot that was the that was the technique. But the first time that I discover a spark mandrel gets just completely <laughs> useless when uh, you shoot ice at him. Nice, yeah. yeah, dude, like the first time I did that, that, that felt so freaking good. And yeah, I, it was just something that I forgot uh, uh, um, recently. And I was just like, hold on, which weapon is this guy turning her into? And it's like, all right. And uh, of course, made things a lot easier, but... Uh, yeah, the first time, the first time that I, and I did it by mistake. I think I was just uh, like charging my buster, and I pressed L by mistake, and I changed to a uh, chill penguin's weapon, and I shoot ice, and he froze. I was like, oh, okay, all right, That's I cool. can get behind this. Yeah, exactly. That's really cool. But and I was, I was like fourteen, fifteen, so that was you know one time ago. Did you guys think that because you didn't play? the regular Mega Man series that you didn't understand the mechanics. I think because uh, Mega Man X was was like probably your first Mega Man game, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I played uh, the first Mega Man game for like five seconds when I was like a baby. So I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't remember any. I didn't know about that. Uh, I, what I'm trying to remember is if I played Mega Man X before or after the cartoon for Mega Man came out. Because that would have probably um, I inspired me to you, try I, weapons. I, I think you probably played the series before the cartoon came out. Because the Mega Man cartoon came out of actually nowhere. Like they did, like it did. Uh, they didn't even announce it. We didn't even know that it was a cartoon. They just showed a commercial. They just showed like on TV at a certain time. Here's the Mega Man cartoon. Wait, what? That cartoon's opening was so action packed. And yeah, got you so pumped for it, and then the episode starts, and you're just wondering what the heck are you watching? I- I'm sorry, that theme song to the Mega Man X uh, TV uh, TV show was awesome. I love. Oh, it's it. so good. I so love good. it. Oh, '90s TV things. Um, <laughs> just to give you guys a, a idea of the boss names: uh, Launch Octopus, Chill Penguin, Flame Mammoth, Boomer Karanger. Steel Chameleon, Spark Mandrill, Storm Eagle, Armor Armadillo. Um, I uh, let me explain about why I thought Chill Penguin will work against Flame Mammoth. Um, uh, because Launch Octopus doesn't sound like a water base uh level, like a water base. Yes, it sounds like an octopus, but um, when you actually got to him, uh, he kind of didn't do no water based attack. You know, because just the uh, like cyclone drain, I guess. Yeah, Yeah. and it it was weird. So that's why, and definitely for me, the first time I played it through, I went through every level and I died on purpose so I could learn the level and learn the boss attacks. Um, like I didn't, I didn't really try to seek out because I didn't know what was gonna work against what. So that's why it was weird to see that uh, chill penguin could break uh spark, not spark mandrill. Um. Yes, Spark Mandrill, because he's electricity. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it yeah, was, Chipping works on Spark Mandrill. Yeah, it was weird because you would think something like Launch Octopus, like if you got a water-based attack against him, that they, that that would somehow work against Spark. 
I didn't know that ice would be like spark. It was kind of weird to me because even flame mammoth, he throws out oil. He doesn't throw out a, like a, a really a flame attack throughout the whole. He thing. has one move where he shoots like the balls of fire, and if they yeah. hit the oil that he throws down, yeah. the oil will light on fire. Yeah, that's super annoying. <laughs> and plus, he jumps up and hits the ground, and if you stay on the ground, you fall back. Which ah, uh, uh, yeah, uh, that was so weird. Um, one thing, one oh, thing. Go ahead. Can we go back to um, the first question? Was uh, additions to the game? Yes. from the first. I thought it like the first when you play the original Mega Man. It feels like half the time the bosses are literally just trying to like walk into you so that you can get hurt. <laughs> yep. Um, Mega Man yeah. X, it feels like they changed it. So, like, when playing Mammoth does his jumping thing, it's like he's trying to land on you, or Armored Armadillo is trying to roll into you, things like that. It didn't feel as much like, I don't know. It felt like the bosses were actually, like, trying to use their attacks on you instead of just, like, run into you and hurt you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh. Be, well, see, with, Mega, with the original Mega Man, uh, that was more of uh, you're in a room, and normally when it came to platforming games with 2Ds, that the whole level was screened. So you would have room to be able to defeat it, like, defeat it and dodge. But you're fighting a robot master that was designed like you. So it kind of had to act almost that they had to program it almost the same exact way. So, like, like actually when you're playing the regular Mega Man, you start running to Cut Man because you want to just, like, make sure that your shots hit him more and more to get his energy down. So that's why the boss, the bosses seem like they're running into you because they're trying to get your energy down quicker too and kill you. But like when uh, I've always played, um, whenever I played Mega Man X, I never thought of this. But when I played the original games, uh-huh. I was always like, how, "How come Mega Man doesn't hurt them when they touch him?" You know, because they're all like robots. Uh-huh. Oh, <laughs> how come the bosses don't get hurt when they touch me? <laughs> I, I never thought of that with that. Mega Man X, though. You know. Because it always felt like their yeah. their hits were always like intentional. Uh, um, yeah, that is. And then I had had another. Oh yeah, and my other one was the the coolest addition from Mega Man X from the original series is the wall kick, uh, or the wall climb, whatever yes. you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. that is makes it completely changes the way you play the game and fight the bosses or get around the maneuver of the levels. It feels so good and natural. So um, good. You have no idea how much, how many times as a game developer I've tried to replicate while jumping properly. Hmm. I've never been able to do it right. Like it never feels like, like I, it's not like I'm trying to copy exactly the same, but it's like, it's not even close like it's just it's either like very jumping or very laggy. Like it doesn't feel right. Like when you wall jump on a Mario game, for example, you like jump very high and then just just keep on jumping. Yes. When you do it on Mega Man X, like you can make like a very short jump and just get back to the wall, right? And it's mm-hmm. like like super quick. Like you know, I'm just trying to get um uh, quicker to the to the top of the level, right? And just like click 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 click, and you do it really quickly. Uh, it's it's just so fantastic and so tight. And sometimes, actually, that's like the only place where you can hide from enemy attacks. Is up in the top corner, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, like for for chill penguin, you do that a lot, or I, at least I do that a lot. But you know, it it feels good once you get the dash because it 
to me, when you get the when you get the dash in uh, Mega Man X and you're doing the jumping around, it feels it feels like a Sonic game almost, but it feels faster. You know, definitely for people who are doing speed runs, like if they could use that at their advantage and just like get and kill them quickly without getting hit, it's amazing. It's, it, it feels it feels good control wise doing it. Cause trust me, if you look, if you play Strider for the NES and you try to do the wall jump on that, it's terrible. Where Mega Man X is just like it's perfect. What was cool about the dash is that they made it. You could do it two different ways. You can tap forward, forward to dash, or press well, whatever button you have it set to. I always use A. Mm -hmm. So like for certain certain times, I'm pressing. If I have to jump a big gap, I do forward, forward, and then and then dash jump over it that way but if i'm doing a dash off a wall i always do it with the a button because i'm really always cool. using r that was like the first thing that i remember changing i always but, use r and you know what like i actually i was able to pinpoint uh the reason why i use r and it's because and Again, I was like, I grew up in a third world country. It's not easy to find games most of the time. So I actually had to emulate Mega Man X the first time that I went through the entire thing. And, you know, it's very awkward playing on a keyboard, of course. Like, it's super awkward. But I had set up my A button on the R key uh, on the keyboard. So for me, it was always like, oh, that's my dash, right? So it's R. So whenever I'm playing with an NES, or I'm not NES, sorry, Super Nintendo controller or a classic controller in the Wii U or something like that, yeah. I like I have to use R because my brain is already fixed into remembering mm. A, it's R. That's how you play it the first time. So like I have to use R all the time, and it's it's just it, it's like a weird thing, right? Like how my my brain is just like. Yep, I, 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 I could probably explain that because when I played it originally on the Super Nintendo back in '94, I had to switch it to R because I'm I'm the, when I'm holding my Y button the the charge it and doing B like the jump. I kind of need you know when I want to like jump over and make a gap and try to get an opening while still charging. I need to like hit my uh like be able to hit the dash button. So when I'm doing it, my um. On my right hand, my third finger from the right, uh, uh, I mean third finger from the left. I'm sorry, uh, of my thumb is underneath the. Uh, I mean, it's on top of the R button. So I was able to uh, jump and dash with that to get out the way, and it was just and it just felt comfortable to me. So that I know, so that's definitely for me. That's why I did it. Like I wasn't able to use a compared to something like Super Metroid where I had to have the dash button on a. Oh, yeah, that was awkward too. Remember them there? Um, no, well, uh, going back again to uh, changes in this game, the series was something that I wanted to talk before was how the levels themselves change depending on who you beat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and that's so, the next question. Flame, uh, flame Mammoth's level. The level effects when you defeated certain bosses. Yeah, okay, exactly. So, Flame Mammoth's level gets affected by Chill Penguin if you beat him first. Right, so there's no lava running around, and you know you can just like walk through the first part of the level, just go underneath, and you avoid all the enemies. It's like super easy. But see, don't and you he... find it weird that it that that his power changes his level, but his power doesn't work on the boss? 
It's no, because it gives you the opportunity to see it both ways. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I, I believe, and Tony, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe Launch Octopus, if you defeat him, there is no electricity electricity on the Spark Mandrill's level. Is that true? No, no, no. Uh, Launch Octopus affects Sting Chameleon's level. He puts water into the forest. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, right. I think it's. it's uh, I think it's when Storm you... Eagle. It's like supposed to be like the ship lands on top of the factory or whatever that is Spark Mandrill's level power plant, I guess. Like the ship from the boss fight lands oh, on the power right, plant. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, kills the right. electricity like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're, you're, you're right. My bad. Um, so that was like a very interesting mechanic. Yeah. And again, I always defeat Chill Penguin first, right? That's that's always my go-to. So the one time that I remember not defeating him first because I wanted to shame things up a little bit, I went to Flame Mammoth's level and there was a lab and I was like, wait, what? (laughs) How how long has this been here? Like, I don't remember this. Total mind blow, right? It was so weird, dude. Like, I was just like, hold on. I never understood what Flame Mammoth's level was because I always used to do Chill Penguin first, and I was like, "Wait, I don't, I don't." I thought it was like clay on the ground or something. Yeah, exactly. Then I played it before. Yeah, it's supposed to be like I don't know, like extinguished snow dean or something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that, that actually happened. Uh, I, I was gonna ask you, Adrian, if this ever or Edward, if it ever happened to you guys where you couldn't get an item and you couldn't figure out why. Uh, I always used to do Launch Octopus, Boomer Kuwinker, and then Stink Chameleon. And then one time I tried to do Stink Chameleons and I couldn't figure out why I couldn't get the heart in his level because you need the water yeah. to get it. And I couldn't figure it out why. I never uh, noticed. Right. I never actually noticed that the level had water added to it. I, th- I yeah. think once once you start seeing uh, the levels, like uh, how they look after you beat a certain boss, because they never told you what happens. Like there's no cutscene showing what level got affected after you defeated a certain boss. Mm-hmm. You just had to go to a level and just hope for the best. Like, they just never told. Um, I kind of figured it out when I went there and I slid down and I kind of jumped forward and I seen that there was no other platforms. Or, like, even if anyone who said the old Mega Man series, the glowing platforms, they'd be like, boo, boo. they like, go in and <laughs> out and they'd hit do a sudden pattern. Those don't. Those didn't appear on that level, so I was just like, "Okay, there's a big gap. I guess I gotta come back to this." Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's it's so weird to talk about stuff like that uh, right now, though, right? Like, oh, there was lava on this level, or all oh, right, the ship crashed into this level and it cut off the electricity, or just like you, tongue like. Oh, like I needed to defeat the other guy first and then water and blah, 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 right? So it's, I, I just think it's interesting how this game had so many little things. Even, even um, the, at the end of the uh, the highway stage, the ship that's dropping off those cars, that's Storm Eagle's ship. All right! Yeah. I, when I oh noticed that, God. I was like, oh, I God, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh my God, dude. 22 years and i just realizing this now like <laughs> holy crap that has to be a big ship it, it well really it was, was. it was see, you just but you, 
Yeah. But you know what, Tony? It's stuff like that. We like me and Adrian didn't like me and Adrian thought on Storm Equal Stage that you had to use the fire to um to uh do the fire pipes. Oh yeah, the tanks. Uh, and you was just like, No, any special weapon would do. I'm like, any special weapon would do and we tried it and we just like all the all my years that I played this game, that never crossed my mind. I think because even, of the even flame, a regular buster. You know, that's actually fantastic because I, I remember we were talking about that. And uh, when I was doing my uh, speed run uh, recently, I got to the level, but I already had a flame mammoth's power. So I just shoot fire. And I was like, man, like I should have tried just the busters to see if it's right. And I still, like, I still, I, I know you're probably right, but like, I have to see it with my own eyes. Mm-hmm. So like I'll probably go back and play again and just shoot with my busters to see if it actually gets destroyed or not. Which I'm not saying that you're lying. I'm just saying like, man, like I really have to see this with my own eyes. Yeah, honestly, what I always use actually to take those down is the storm tornado. I don't even never use the the flamethrower. What's it called? Well, but like you go Fire back wave. to the level after. Yeah, I always do. Uh, I always do storm eagle and flame mammoth and chill penguin, and then after chill penguin, then I go back to storm eagle and flame mammoth. And Storm, then I go to Storm Eagle control. has uh, Storm Eagle has um, the no the helmet upgrade the helmet upgrade you need the helmet upgrade and the heart you, you need, have a heart to get the heart you need the leg leg boost and the uh, helmet oh and the helmet you need the head boost uh, leg boost yeah and then um, oh and the sub tank you can get on your own yeah <clears throat> anytime. Yeah, I yep. kind of I thought that was kind of cool. This effect uh, of when you go in and you defeat that uh, on Storm Eagle stage, you go up to the top, you get the energy tank. But when you defeat that boss, the whole glass breaks. Mm-hmm. That was so cool. I was just like, yeah, oh, as a little kid, wow. I thought that was like amazing. The one thing about this game, it was probably the first game that I was like impressed by like uh, sprite sprites, animated sprites. Yeah, yeah. They, this was like the first game because it was more detailed. Well, of course, the Super Nintendo was a little bit more. Yeah, popular. Yeah, yeah. I had already played Super Mario World and Super Metro. No, not Super Metroid. Um, it just allowed more detail and for them to do, uh, give them more emotions, like like really make the bosses feel like threatening and stuff. Um, and Weren't just, you, Edward, the one you said uh, you brought up uh, when you're almost dying and it'll sh- Mega Man X's animation, his neutral stance will change to him like heavy breathing heart, and his like, crystal will flash. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's something so cool. And then game. like once you get more energy, he kind of go, he kind of goes back and like, he, like he's being powered up and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yeah. game is just so good. Oh, I'm it's probably so going to go and play it like right after we get done podcasting. <laughs> I was going to say, we might, we might as well keep talking and play through it again. <laughs> that's true. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll be actually be down for that. <laughs> um, uh, does the series tone and X make the original series look goofy? No, I don't think so. Not not goofy, no. Because, I mean, we're still fighting robotic animals with <laughs> yep. uh, you know, a, a giant elephant guy with fire or a chameleon that hangs from the ceiling with his tongue. Like, yeah, Jesus Christ. Not, ex- not exactly more mature. <laughs> <laughs> At least no, not I until don't... like four. Until four. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it makes it look um, goofy or anything. There, there are two, there are two different games, right? Like, would you say that Mario Galaxy makes uh, Mario World look goofy? Like, I don't think so. They're just like they're very much different. Um, you know, Mega Man X is more about 
you know, quick, quick action, right? Like quick, um, just go through a stage. They're very short stages, by the way, too. Mm-hmm. Just go through a stage as fast as you can, uh, killing stuff, and then moving on. Well, the original Mega Man, I believe it's more of a like a puzzle game to some extent. It's remember where things appear, uh, how you can take advantage of the you know the lagginess whenever you shoot uh, pallets in a specific um, order when there are many enemies on the screen and stuff like that, right? Um, so like they're they're like they're they're very much different. Um, they're very different. Uh, one thing is that in the original Mega Man games, they're all kind of the stages were broken up into different kind of scenes yeah. that you mm-hmm. have to figure out how to get through safely. Whereas Mega Man X is pretty much one, big, one section, big stage. Yeah. Unless there's like a mid boss or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and not only that, but um, like if we go to the design of, uh, of each one, right. Uh, from, from an art perspective, right. Yeah. Mega Man X, he looks very much strong, very much ready for battle while Mega Man, the original Mega Man, he just looks like kind of cute to some extent. <laughs> yeah. But that's I and I believe the art style or at least the design of the original Mega Man will be more timeless. More just time. because Yeah, exactly. Because like I mean Tony and I we love Mega Man X a lot, so we recognize X right away, of course. But some oh, yeah. people don't, right? Like some people will say like whose helmet is that again but you see Mega Man, it's like man right there right like uh, the smash uh reveal was a good example right yeah <clears throat> oh soon, yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, when when the game starts and you start hearing the like the uh, sound cue you're like okay that's very like i've heard this before and then the uh the uh, camera starts to zoom in and you see his legs and you're like that's Mega Man, right? Like, just right there. You know it's the original Mega Man. Well, I think with X, for most people, it's a bit harder to get right away. What I was going to say, actually, is, like, that the re- the reason why Mega Man X is blue is so that people would recognize that it's the same character, kind of. Not the same character, literally, but it's, like, very similar. Uh, yeah. Originally, Zero was supposed to be the main character. Yeah, yeah and, and it was a big change. Uh, actually, mm-hmm. it was Keiji Nafune who made the design for Zero. Yeah. And, and then he felt like, oh, the... he wanted to be the main character. Yeah. And then yeah. he was like, well, this is a big, like, too big of a change. People won't know this is the Mega Man they grew up with. So we let's go back to the drawing board. And it was someone else who did the design for X. His name is escaping to me right now. But in an interview, uh, Keiji Nefuna says that, well, you know, that's why Zero has all the cool stuff. And I was like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, actually, even the story, um, the more, if you play through, like, the series, it starts to revolve m- way more around Zero than X. X oh, is kind totally. of just there. Yeah, like, exactly. X's big thing is, like, why do I fight? Why do I fight? Yeah. While Zero's got all kinds of things going on in his head. Yeah, dude, like, and Zero, and Series, I mean, Zero was created by Dr. Wiley, uh, for those of you who don't know, um, he was able to fight against his programming, and he became a Maverick Hunter, right? Um, yes. Um, I don't, I think he's kind of reprogrammed or something after Sigma defeats him. Well, it's weird. They, uh, they take him away instead of killing him. Well, it's weird, um, for those mm-hmm. who played the regular Mega Man series, um, you would get Proto Man. 
And people thought that Zero was the Mega Man's ex's protomy. You know, and that's how uh, X actually, I mean, Zero actually become, became familiar um, with a lot of people for those who played the older series. Because you could have played, of course, you can't play Proto Man um, in a Mega Man series, but he was like always there, like in the adventure, like starting from two. Um, and then when Mega Man X came, came uh, I guess they just had to give him a, like another side character. Uh, because I never thought that Zero was supposed to be, um, like the main character. I always thought that this is Mega Man and this is just a new version of him. Mm-hmm. Seriously, coolest character ever. That's why he's always my my favorite video game character. I, I pretty much is... play him in X Five. Like, I, oh, I, no, 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 no. Like, we're not getting into X Five. No, no, I, no. I, 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 but I'm saying. Yeah. But hold on, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, y'all two. <laughs> I'm saying when I play, because <laughs> y'all about to like y'all about to get ready to like oh uh, no um no but when I do play X Five um I like his attacks in X Five so I play most of him in uh in X Five that's yeah, me from X Four on from X Four on I always played a zero yeah. like and but actually recently it was from uh what is this game called um. Project Cross Zone. After playing that game, like I, something happened in my mind, and I clicked, and I really appreciated uh, Mega Man X's design and yeah. his animations in that game. And like, I kind of really like just the normal blue Mega Man X, not with any of the once he gets oh, I mean, his, the armors, yeah. yeah, then I I don't like it anymore. But yeah, I really appreciated well, his design too. I, I don't know his his white armor on on the original Mega Man X. It's actually like I'm I'm, I'm really okay with it. Um, I think. It looks cool. Uh, of course, the classic is always the classic, and that's why mm-hmm. it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but no, I, you know, it's actually funny that you mentioned a Project Cross Zone because I remember when they revealed the game for the first time, I was like, man, that is a very interesting concept that they're trying to make. This is going to be a, like a strategy game. With I thought like it was going to be a fighting game. Exactly. It's like it's yeah. a strategy game with some fighting mechanics, and it has all these bunch of characters together. But I didn't think too much of it. And then they announced it's, uh, X. X and Zero are going to be in it. I just flipped the table and I was like, all right, let's go and pre-order this right now. <laughs> well, okay, only reason why I own it. Only reason why I own exactly. it. Exactly. Did you buy the second one? No. Because I didn't I'm, finish I'm, the first. Exactly. Yeah, I haven't finished finish the, the first, first either. But I, I think I'm going to pick it up because it's kind of hard to find the first one nowadays. I'm like, oh. Uh, you don't want it to happen with the second yeah, exactly. So I think I'm gonna, you know, bite the bullet, spend the fifty bucks, and get it, and you know, yeah. f- finish the first one, and, and then go back to it. I don't think, if if it you out, do it, then I'll do it too. Is it out right. yet? X, <laughs> is X2 out yet? Yeah, it came out. Did it come out last month, Adrian? Uh, I believe it was. Yeah, I think it was February. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I have to check my store. I haven't seen any copies. I don't. I'm, I don't know why Uh-oh. I didn't get any. Because we got started the already. Yeah, because actually no, because they actually nobody bought the first one at my store. Like they didn't buy yeah. it until they came out to nineteen ninety nine. Like didn't nobody touch it. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. very popular. No, it wasn't. Even though even though even though it's a fantastic game, right? Yeah. And the uh the, the first one is like, so sprites. freaking good. I mean they're they they took an a sprite animation to like a whole new level for me with mm-hmm. that game. When I was seeing, and, and there's so many different characters, right? Like, you have, like, real-life-looking characters like Dante from Devil May Cry yes. with some very goofy um, characters. Like, I believe, is it Trombone? 
there from uh, Mega Chum- Man. Chum- uh, Chum- in it, yeah. Yeah, she's exactly. Son- she's like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. So, like, you have two very much different um, characters, art-wise, and they made it work on this one game. Also, the music. Oh man! Oh no! Sorry, we're getting distracted. We'll skip talking. Mega I know. We're talking about Touch on the music for Project X Zone. Well, no, ahead. I just wanted to say the music on on um, on Project Cross Zone. It's just fantastic. They have so really so many good remixes of oh, these yeah. songs. You know, right? Um, the one for for X is really good, but the one the that one... I like. Sorry. Oh no! No, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear yours. Uh, the one that I like the most is. Um, Ken and, and uh, Reuse. Oh my god, Volcanic Rim, that remix they're using for that game are so good. I remember good. for the for the longest part, I was just like using Ken and Ryu all the time on the front lines just because I wanted them to perform their ultimate and you know like use the attack and the music cue will play. Just because of that. Like I used yeah. them so many times because of that. Yeah, I did the same with Mega Man. Uh, with X and Zero because they used uh, one of my favorite songs, which is the beginning level from X4. If you play as X, yeah, uh, they use that theme for like X and Zero some of the times when you use them, and like that song just gets me pumped. pumped. So good, so good. <laughs> We've just got a few more questions. Um, why haven't the X series got a nine or ten sequel? Um, do you think the series should return to a Nintendo platform? I don't know if it should return to a Nintendo platform. It should just return. Yeah, um, if it no matter if it if they came out with one, I would I would buy whatever it's on. Yeah, if I, I'm actually, you know what, I, I was talking with uh, with a friend, a uh, coworker, a couple of days ago, um, saying like, you know, it's kind of hard to justify spending the money for a console when you're only gonna play the one game, right? Dude, if Mega Man X returns as Mega Man X9 on PS4 or Xbox One, you'll see me buying the stupid console they want. I don't care. Actually, actually, I'm going to go even beyond that. I'm going to say if it comes to the beta, (laughs) you'll see me playing with the beta all day. Don't say things, Adrian, because if it comes true, then I'm going to get mad at you. (laughs) I'm sorry. But I do know how much I don't care about you. (laughs) But why do you yeah. guys think that the series haven't got a, a nine or a ten? Uh, it just dropped in popularity. Yeah. Uh, as the X7 series or X8 were, four, four was probably the was probably the height, the highest. Yeah. Then as the it, I mean, and you can even look at how how much effort they put into the games. It's not a lot after X four. X four probably got the most attention. Then mm-hmm. X five was garbage. X six was not even a year later was released. Mm-hmm. It's it was X seven X seven play X seven. Edward, have you played X seven? Um, not yet. I have. I got a. Uh, oh, oh I, I I challenge both of you to just play through it once. Um, I'm, please, I'm not going to try. I, I, I don't when it when it originally came out, um, I did, I never seen a copy of it. Like seven and eight, I didn't see it. Actually, um. I think after five came out, I didn't see a six, seven, or eight. I like like GameStop and them wasn't carrying it in our in our series in our area. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, no, and and you know it's actually it, it's quite sad because I really like X eight. I played X eight is really good. I I was just thinking about this though, like X eight that was over ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Like for ten years we haven't 
seen another X game. Like he just died, right? Uh, it was such a big part of my life. And then just like, it's gone. I mean, originally it was supposed to end after X5. Oh, really? You know, I didn't know that. That's why they made the Zero series on Game Boy Advance. It was supposed to pick up where 5 left off. And uh, after Capcom made made them make another, made X, make, made them make X6 and Inafune got all mad and had to rework uh, like the story in, in the Zero series. Also, the Zero series is fantastic. So go and play that. Uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's, doesn't, it I love, the same I love the, I love these, these Zero series. We can talk more about it later, but I, I yeah, another day yeah, or something. Yeah. Uh, it's um, X7 and X8. That was PlayStation 2, right? Because X- yeah. yeah, and actually in between them was also the RPG that I was going to ask you guys about. Oh, that one. Oh, that's Command. Yes, I haven't yeah, played that one. I have Mission. that on GameCube. I need to play buy it on GameCube, yeah. Um, I haven't played through it all, no. Uh, I ended up playing like Zelda and Tales of Symphonia and I didn't return to it. Um, I have mm-hmm. it. I just need to play. I just need to buy it. If they have it on PSN, I'll probably rebuy it and play it, it there. It is I've- not... It's not the worst RPG. No, it's not. It was kind of cool. It's, I think you just got to It's a learn decent it. RPG, and it's it makes it even more fun that it's Mega Man X in it. What was what was the one that they all they treated like it was a a Metroid game? Oh, that's uh, ZX and ZX Advent. Yeah, those, those are, continue after the Zero series. Yeah, uh, I have them both. Um, I have them both good. too. Yeah, they're good. They're, they're not great. They're good though. They're good. Kind of hard. They're yeah, really hard, hard especially the first yeah. one. That was weird. Especially the second one. Really? Like, man, I beat the second one. I, that was fine. Uh, I couldn't beat the second one. I beat the first one. I couldn't beat the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Did, we, um, we should exchange notes or something. Then. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, do they work in the Metroid formula? The Mega Man games? Do they work? I hate the environments of those games yeah. i feel like it's it's super hard to remember i can i can manage planet zebes from super metroid <laughs> no problem those two games i get lost very easily I, everything it just doesn't feel like you're in a different area all the time or, or like can't understand how the map is even laid out yeah it's, it's very weird it doesn't really work all that well As, Really weird map, if I remember correctly. I, I'll have to seek a copy of that. See that? I see. I hate that about some of the games that you guys play, and you can find easily available in your store. Most of the games that I do want to play, they are they don't come to all my stores, and then GameStop will only get one copy, and they sometimes refuse to do a reorder because nobody they believe nobody's gonna buy them. I'm like, mm-hmm. um, I wanted this. Well, you should have pre-ordered. You wasn't doing no pre pre-orders on the game that I want. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, Let's move on though, because we're running out of time here. Um, uh, the last question. Um, X two and X three continue to add more mechanics to the series. Were those two improvements over the first game? Um, so much better. I'm just, just the gameplay mechanics you're talking. Um, oh, probably overall. Let's go over overall. Well, yeah, some of the mechanics, and then just like maybe, do you feel like they were a little bit like Mega Man X was the foundation, and two and three were kind of like the better of of them, or do you guys think that Mega Man X will always be like the best out of the series, or they're just better out of just I would say Super Nintendo series, uh, one uh one to three. The first one is definitely my favorite of the three. 
Yeah. But I don't I don't think yeah, it's and it's probably the best. Uh X2 it feels like it, that game is super easy. You that one just so? feels like X2 always felt like it was just a, a super easy game compared to the first one, and then X3 feels like that's the hard one. Yeah, I, I well, I don't know. I also think X3 is a bit harder, at least for me. Maybe it's because the number of times that I play through through X and not enough through uh, X2 or X3, but. Yeah, and one of the things that kept me going with Mega Man X was was the music, and the music in X2 is not a very good soundtrack, in my opinion. There's only like one or two tracks that I like really love. Now, and so I was like, now you know we're about to we're going to get into the music in a in a, in a bit. Oh, we are. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, sorry. The only reason why I say that, um, I don't know if any of you guys played Final uh, Final Fight Two. Nope. Um, if you ever get a chance to play it, um, listen to the music in that and hear the quality of the sound. I was just realizing like the sound quality of Mega Man X and Final Fight 2. It, it sounds very different for some unknown reason. Like, like the, like the overall, like, like it was something with the mixing or the studio quality of it where like Mega Man X is just like perfect. It has a little kind of an echo airness to it. Um, where like Final Fight Two, just like it sounds very weird with the music, just, and but it, it, it's something that you probably have to listen to and look at. Uh, so we're about to play a little game called Favorite Game Time, and we're talking about our favorite boss, our favorite weapon, our favorite level, and of course our favorite music. I'm going to start with you, Tony. What is your favorite boss, weapon, music, and level? Uh, my favorite boss from the game is probably Sting Chameleon. Um, <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I thought he was really cool. Um, favorite weapon is that's hard because, like, utility wise, it's gonna be between the fire wave or the um, storm tornado. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably go with Storm Tornado. Yeah. Um, favorite track was next, right? Uh, favorite yeah. level. Oh, favorite level? Yes. Ooh. Um, probably. Ooh, that's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, probably Armored Armadillo. That's like. <laughs> <laughs> that's a really fun one just to ride around on the yeah the carts or whatever whatever you want to call it you can those. also get the hadoken there so oh my god we'll address that's why that I hate too. that level <laughs> we'll, we'll address that we'll address that and we didn't even talk about the replay um the replay being able to go back to the level and replay um because you didn't see that in a regular Mega Man series um we'll address that before we end the show though but go ahead and your favorite and your favorite music your favorite like track in the whole game the music is so good in this game. If I have to pick one, it's probably it's between Spark Mandrel and Play Mammoth's themes. Really? They're both, they're both so good. They're probably really good so, though. Yeah. I, mean, I know yeah, I know everyone okay. everyone always thinks, everyone always thinks of Storm uh what's his name? Storm Eagles. That song like I, that became that song is like overplayed to me now. Uh, you know? Oh. It's like <laughs> Uh, really? Yeah, it's probably, that's 
that's that's interesting to hear that you say that because I thought it would be something else, and I'll explain why later. But uh, you got anything else? Uh, anything more? Like all, all I was gonna say is like you can you can see me freaking driving on the freeway, jamming to the soundtrack, and I'll be just so into it. And then I'll probably end up playing the game when I get home if I whenever I do that. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why they're gonna be after this podcast too. <laughs> I'm definitely gonna play it because the yeah. Um, Adrian, uh, favorite boss, weapon, level, and music. So, um, favorite boss, you know, really, really thinking about bosses. I will probably have to give it to a Storm Eagle, um, just because I really like his design. Uh-huh. He he's not really challenging though. Um, so I don't like I don't know what you think, Tony, but I, I don't I don't find him special especially hard. Um, except when he throws the eggs and the things right to bite you. It came first, so yeah, that exactly. way you don't have the dash, and then he can blow you right off the stage. Uh, dude, all right, that is actually oh, hate that. For, That's how you find out who which boss is the hardest is playing them all, trying to play them without any power ups, yeah. which I. Uh, the hardest boss of the uh, boss masters, I think, was Boomer Kuanger. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, he was too quick for me. That's why I think. Mm-hmm. But um, no, but yeah. So he uh, he's my favorite boss. For a favorite weapon, I actually I'm uh, gonna give it to to uh, I forgot his name now. A uh, chameleon. Um, Stink chameleon. Think I'm yes, but only when you charge it because you become invisible for a second. And if you go to some of the levels, it's quite easy to get hit by everything. So if you have that, just run through it and like move on to, to the next part of the stage. That it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. At least in my opinion, uh, it yeah, feels, it feels somewhat easier. I always use it in one uh, one like uh, climbing area in the f- first Sigma stage. There's one like where there's two, two. You have to climb up this like shaft, but there's all these enemies in it, and there's just no. I'm not dealing with it. I just charge up, sting, chameleon sting, and climb up. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so that's that's my favorite weapon. Uh, for music, is the interstage. Oh yeah, the so good. Interstage. I was actually trying to find the. I was trying to find the music track on my phone, and I thought I had it, but apparently I don't. Uh, or maybe I do. I just I can't be bothered looking for that right now. But that is uh, just an amazing, an amazing track. And maybe it's because the number of times that I restart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I, I, yeah. I restart. I mean, the first level you have to play it every time when you first start the game. You can't avoid that, right? So yes. maybe it's because of that. Maybe it's because of the number of times that I try stupidly to defeat Bile on the first level. And you can't, of course. I mean, it's just impossible. So, like, I would reset the console just to play it over and over and over and over again. But I don't know. There's, there's something magical about that. I, I think it sets the the environment of the entire game with just that track, right? This is what you're signing up for, and it's about to get real. So I, that's why I love that track so much. Mm-hmm. Um, as for level... Maybe launch octopus, even though I died on that a lot. 
Um, I like that he fish. I didn't even die against him. I died with the stupid um, with the spikes at the beginning. Yeah, the, I, the submarines that um, suck you in or blow you yeah. out, blow yeah. you away. Like the I, the one with the spike pits. Oh my! That's the only time probably throughout the whole game that I'll. That's where I'll die. It's so stupid, but yeah, like, and I keep dying there. But I like being able to do a very big leap and go like everywhere, like because when you're jumping on water, of course, so, like you just fly everywhere. Yeah. And uh, there is like a little secret there where you can get one of the hair containers. I remember the first time that I discovered that by mistake. I just thought it was great. I was like, man, like this is really cool. I didn't know this was here, and uh, it was like a really cool, you know, gaming moment. Uh, if we have some, so uh, that's 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 my favorite level for sure. All right, uh, my favorite boss is is definitely Chill Penguin because he's the easiest to beat. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say I like I I do like Launch Octopus. I like how when you meet him, one of his tentacles makes points you down, saying that you're going down. It was just like those little things. I just thought that was so cool. Um, mm-hmm. Favorite weapon. It has to be oh my favorite weapon. Um, it has to be uh, let's see, um, flame mammoth because like when I have the flame out, it feels it turns into contra for me. So I like like <laughs> like the flame is kind of the machine gun, and I just just mow down folks uh, without yeah. worrying. Um, I hate the when I when I have it and I got the charge shot, I can't do it no more because it starts charging the thing. I'm like, dang it. Um, uh, yeah. My favorite level is Armor Armadillo. I love roller coasters, and that level makes me feel like I'm on a roller coaster. Even though it got some slowdown, I just like going through the mind things, and you got to jump at the right time to make sure that you don't stay on it or you'll die. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Favorite music uh, is definitely uh, Armor Armadillo. Uh, yeah, that's another good that song. track yeah, is amazing. I just love rocking out to that, and uh, I do got to give a shout out. Even the title song to Mega Man X, just the title of it. I'm like, yeah, this oh, thing I starts. With that is so good. It just starts off kicking tail. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm in for a good right. Ah, uh, the Mega Man X soundtrack is so good. So uh, good. Yeah, but. Hold on, um, hold on. Yes. Uh, so All right, good. that's enough for a copyright strike. So good, so good. Uh, but that's yeah. armor armadillo for everybody that doesn't know. Yeah. Uh, that that uh that music in that game is wonderful. Um, the touch on the replay. Uh, going back to the levels. Um. And Mega Man X allows you to go back and collect uh, extra hearts or energy tanks that you miss. Because there are some levels that uh, you have to go back and and have the right weapon or the right uh, the right uh, equipment in order to get that following weapon or hearts. Um, what did you guys think about it? Um, the replay uh, replay menu, or even the password. Uh, this password, this one does numbers. Um, back in the regular Mega Man series, they did red or blue dots, uh, dots. But in uh, Mega Man X, they do num the numbers. What did you guys think about the replay and number system? Um, the well, the password system, like, 
I, I, re- I remember having like a piece of lined paper and I'd write down mm-hmm. all the passwords just so like, uh-huh. you know, I, I could always pick up the game from wherever I want. Yep. Now it's kind of pointless to me because it takes me 10 minutes to get to wherever I yeah, want. Exactly. <laughs> I can have it exactly how I want it. Um, replaying the game though, I, I, wait, you're talking about just the levels in general, yeah, would you, right? When you're able to go back in um, and collect stuff. Um, yeah, I think it's actually really cool, uh, you know, having, having to need, uh, like the fire wave to get the heart in Shield Penguins level or, um, you know, or like you said earlier, having the, having already beaten Shield Penguins level to get the heart in like Mammoth's level. Like, it, I mean, I could tell you all of them, but I, I thought that was like a really cool thing, a way to extend the, the, the game without you kind of being bored with it. Yeah, because you have to have Boomer uh, Karanga's weapon to go back to Spark Manager to get the E-Tank. In the to get that sub-tank, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's true, yeah, right? Like, going back to some of the levels, I think the the one thing that I like the most is how short the levels are on the Mega Man X series, mm-hmm. at least on X1, mm-hmm. uh, just because you don't have time to get bored, really. I mean, because they're so sure, like, uh, it's for example, out. yeah, exactly, right? Like, for example, when we were playing together, uh, there was a moment in which, like, oh, right, I was in Flame Mammoth's level, and I was like, oh, I need the helmet upgrade to get the uh, the other upgrade. That was the Buster uh, upgrade, was it? Yeah, or... the Buster upgrade. Yeah. And I think that's still one of the hardest upgrades to get. I keep missing the jump and doing it over and over. And yeah, I do a lot. That one is the hardest because I think that's the only one. If you miss it, you're and you hit too many of those blocks, you kind of have to restart the stage to get it. Yeah. <laughs> but but like the thing is that I like I got that right and I was trying to get it because I remember like you need to have the boots, uh, but I forgot about the helmet. Right. So mm-hmm. when I got there, I was like, oh, you need the helmet. So I went, grabbed the helmet, came back, but it was like it was such a quick thing to do. That I didn't think mm-hmm. twice, right? It was just like, oh, this is that's easy. I, that, this is just what I have to do. Like it took me, it took no time whatsoever to do it, right? And that's that's what I like. And I was actually comparing a Mega Man X to uh, Shovel Knight, which is another game that I love, and everybody knows this. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> I was thinking, man, like I I enjoy playing Shovel Knight a lot, but like I'll play it once a year, and that's about it. I move on to another game, and then I'll, next year I'll want to play again, and I'll play again completely, and, and that's about it, right? Well, Mega Man X, just like you said, Tony, like, hey, I don't feel like playing anything else. I'm just going to boot up X and, you know, play for 40 minutes an hour, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, this, this is what I like. The little levels make for a very replayable game, I yeah. guess. I do have one question though for going back to levels to pick up uh, the upgrades. How do you guys normally get the heart in Boomer Kuanger's level, the tower? I, I wait till I get Boomer Kuanger's uh, weapon. And, and you replay it again, it. right? Yeah. Yeah. Adrian, you too. Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, someone that did, used to drive me nuts as a kid. Someone did Why? it in a different way. They, they well, uh, if you check on YouTube and you, check out one of the speed runs, oh, they, they exactly somehow how did it a different way. The way that I always do it now, you have to have the arm upgrade and shotgun ice. And when you charge it up, it makes like a little sled. 
You ride the sled out and it'll pull you in the direction so you can just jump off the sled and hop up and you can grab the heart that way. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah, I know. Because so that. that level for the, where that heart is located, that one used to make me so mad to have to replay through. And then a friend of mine like showed me that one and I, uh, it made the game so much better for me. Yeah. yeah. I I know when I go, I think I think it's uh uh spark, um where you have to do the wall jump and the dash and get that little heart in the corner. Yeah, um, that normally doesn't take me that much time or anything. I I that usually be my first heart contender that I get throughout the whole game. Because um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, if you play Chill Penguin first, yeah, yeah, because usually I'll start it with Chill Penguin and end with Chill Penguin. Uh, because once I get Flame Mammoth's weapon, I go back in and destroy uh the little ice thing, which I yeah. which for years it took me a while to even know that that was under it. I was just I used to just beat the game with only seven collected seven hearts, mm-hmm. not beat the game, but I used to like get further in the game with just those seven hearts. I didn't never know that was underneath there. <laughs> Um, what yeah? What did you guys think about the uh, the mechanic robots that they let you play in? Fight in? Oh, the right armors. Yeah. Oh, those were. They're uh, fun to run around and. They, they, well, let me think. Because they're in how many levels? Just Chill Penguin, and, uh, and Chameleon, 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 yeah. and the second Sigma stage. Is that it? Mm, yes. That's so right. Steve Chameleon's level is kind of like the real first time that you get to really do anything with them because the the segment in Chill Penguin's level is like super short, mm-hmm. if, if you remember. Uh, yeah, they're they're awesome. They make you feel so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> and what did you guys think of uh, when especially they announced? You... Oh, oh sorry. It just like, they make you feel so powerful, especially because that's the first boss that you encounter is Vile in a ride armor, mm-hmm. and you can't hurt him. So for you to be in one finally and to ride around in it, yeah, they feel it feels really cool. Um, just what about to ask you about the uh, Hadouken uh, fireball? Um, mm-hmm. uh, once you collect everything, uh, you have to go back to Armor Armadillo's uh, stage three times, and then on the fourth time, um, depending on where you jump at, if you was able to get up higher on it, you use uh, you would get Ryu's. Uh, fireball and you do the motion uh for his fireball it was supposed to be a one hill uh one hit kill um but it doesn't it doesn't really work always that way um and you have to be at full health uh do you guys think it was uh it was you know something worthy to get or not i, I thought it, it was okay it was nice but it's cool to get it the first time especially since dr light's wearing reuse uh gi yeah um, I don't bother with it anymore because I don't use it. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember getting it, and it was like this is cool, but I like I've never played Street Fighter before, so it was kind of hard for me to actually do the gesture um, on my hand. Um, however, yeah, like it was cool. It's it's a cool Easter egg. Um, there is no point to it. Especially because you've defeated every robot master by then, so yeah, what's really the point anymore? I know uh, X two um, brought uh, the uh, Shahrukin, and sure uh, mm-hmm. I thought that was more more. I thought that was better than the uh, Fireball. That one, said, it's you get it later in the game, but the level that you get it in, you can kill the boss with it in one shot. If you, um, I don't. I don't 
you have to it kind of like combos i guess uh-huh. <laughs> it's kind of funny to say it like if you don't do it with the right positioning you can only hit the boss like once or twice or however many uh not enough to kill him so it's like it's it's the exact same for me i don't know how how useful that actually is no i think it's just a cool easter egg to get and that's it yeah yeah just a nice nice little easter egg <laughs> And um, anyone who's interested in playing Mega Man X, it is available on the Wii U uh, eShop. You'll be able to get it for, I think, $7.99 is the price for it. Um, it's not on 3DS yet. Um, uh, Dude, if, you, if, if Nintendo and Capcom brings Mega Man X to the new Nintendo 3DS, I'm going to lose my mind. It, it was on the list for Japan, for J- the games that no, Japan's wait, getting. No really? So, yeah, it was. All three of them are. Oh so, man! Like if if it comes out here, I mean, I would expect it to come out here. As if well, they overtime. do a Mega Man X collection for 3DS, it's the ultimate sale. Just, just, I, I it's an ultimate. Oh, for sure, for buy me. that. Um, I would buy um, it. Um, if anyone who owns the PlayStation Two and the GameCube, um, the Mega Man X collection is also available, so you'd be able to play it there. Um, or I think it was on Xbox as well. Nintendo cart. Oh, finding those, that's going to be tough. Yeah. <laughs> well, depending on if you go to a good thrift store or if you go to a, a retro convention, I'm soon going to be going to some thrift stores and do some old video game hunting soon. So if I find a copy, I'll make sure that I'll send you guys a picture. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <For> sure. <laughs> I know I'll get some comments after that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, uh, Adrian, uh, starting off with you, did you want to plug anything? Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, I'm I'm a game designer, game developer right now. I'm starting my own company. Uh, so please check out thefirstmachine.com. Uh, we uh, we're posting news and stuff like that all the time there. Uh, follow us on our social media so you can see some of the cool stuff uh, stuff that we're working on. Um, actually, you know, this is quite exciting. Um, on Wednesday, I'm gonna be on the DNA podcast uh, with Corey and his friends. Yay. So yeah, I'm gonna be talking about game design and tuna cycle and the first machine and stuff like that. So that's really cool. I'm very very much looking forward to that. Uh, I love podcasting and those guys are doing some fantastic things. So yes, they um, are. I'm very excited. Yeah, I'm very excited to be there. So yeah, check it out too for sure. Oh, um, of course. I mean, follow my social media if you want to. Uh, I'm Bahax everywhere. So that's B O. J O X set and yeah, just you know, follow I I, I use Instagram a lot, I guess, and yeah, <laughs> it. Uh, so. Tony, do she like to plug anything? Um if if this is anyone's first episode that they're listening to, please listen to another episode that also has uh Larry on it because you three like do a great job on this freaking podcast and it's awesome that you guys asked me to be on it. So I would plug this podcast. <laughs> well, awesome. Thank you for being our West Coast correspondent, our co-host yeah, yeah, yeah. tonight. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> um, <laughs> it sounds so good, though. <laughs> West Coast, West Coast correspondent. Right. I just oh, need okay. to get a shirt. 
Exactly. Uh, I host a um, wow. I host a podcast called Optional Opinion. Um, you can find that at the Anomalous Radio Network. com. You also can find it on SoundCloud. Um, I do uh writings for Optional Opinion on IGN. com under Anime E N I M E. Um, you could check me out on Twitter at that retrocode T H A T R E T R O C O D E. Um, if you want to email this show, you can send an email to world one one. That's just us one one together podcast at gmail dot com. Um, also check us out at the Nintendo video, uh, Nintendo video, Nintendo voice chat video game book group, NVC video game book group. Um, every month we're playing an old Nintendo game. Um, that we vote on, and this month we are playing Pokemon. We'll soon be having our discussion. So next month we're thinking it's going to be um Donkey Kong Country. We shall see. All um, I, I can assure you, it's gonna be stupid Donkey Kong Country. But we shall, Everyone we, shall <laughs> we shall see. Uh, so we're doing that, and next month is my birthday, so I will Yay. be doing uh be trying to do something special. Um, hopefully I get some more streaming equipment and start streaming games. Um, nice. Uh, and be able to start uh, that other series that I've been thinking of doing. Uh, but thank you guys for joining us. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Tony and Adrian, uh, for just for just nerding out about Mega Man X. Like, you know, I just sat back here really and just like these guys know the inside ins and outs of Mega Man X, and I I, I can, I'm just so happy geeking out with you guys because <laughs> you know that um, you know the uh, the ins and outs of it. But that's our show today we should see you guys next week with another episode and we are out bye, bye.